whatever God, you making me better You making me better And you choose to do it however, whenever Welcome to Marriage at Calcafe, everyone Where you're listening to Felicia and Wayne What's up, honey? What's up, babe? How you doing? I am doing great Happy to be here with you today for another podcast Yes, indeed Awesome, awesome. We are doing episode number 11. Yes. Awesome, awesome. And for those that are listening for the first time, welcome to Marriage at Gagatha, where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. And that's actually um, going to be what we're going to be talking about today. Yep. Yes. So um, we've titled this podcast, Just... The two of us, right? Yes. Me and you. Yep. You and I. You and I. (laughs) (laughs) Just the two of us. And so, um, oh yeah, that that was a song too, right? It was. Back in the day? Yeah, back in the day. I'm going to have to see if I can find it on my phone. Please do. I don't know if I was thought of when that song came out. Um, I think we both were. Really? Well, I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'm yeah. going to look it up. <laughs> but again... <laughs> no offense to anybody who does remember that song. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes. But again, the topic for today is just, just the two of us. And we're talking about the benefits of having a Christ-centered marriage. Yeah. And, you know, so often we kind of, when we think about things that belong to us, we describe them as my this my that you know my house my car my job um we say my marriage yeah or you know our marriage (laughs) but uh we really want to look at i guess today some of the benefits of having a christ-centered marriage and when it's not just about the two of you or just the two of us exactly you know i think really looking back there are definitely a lot of marriages um just from me watching you know other people that i've i've definitely benefited from that i've learned from oh, yeah. um you know family friends especially um the older generation yeah i'm um, looking at the patience and the devotion that mm-hmm. other people have and it's like wow you know and i really um truly feel that you know that's definitely one of the great benefits of having a Christ-centered marriage is that other people are able to learn, you know, from you and exactly. benefit even from your downfalls. Yeah. Um, some of the issues that, you know, you might have faced in marriage and the experiences that you're able to share with other people. But um, <laughs> so yeah. that kind of brings me to the first question is what are the benefits to having um, a Christ-centered marriage? So. Right kind of like what would you like to share first uh yeah i can um i think the first thing that sticks out to me is just having his perspective on your marriage too often having whose perspective jesus's perspective christ's perspective Mm -hmm. you know um it's not just the benefit of having a third perspective or another perspective but it's having his perspective i mean marriage in essence was god's idea yes (laughs) so i mean who better to get advice and input from than the originator of the idea right you know and i mean it's so easy to get caught up in how we feel things should go you know and this is what causes a lot of disagreements this is what causes tension at times friction you know it's it's my perspective versus your perspective and it's me thinking i'm right versus me thinking that you're wrong and if we don't have in a lot of instances a mediator to pull us both back and say hey here's a standard that you all can both follow where it may require sacrifice from both of you it may require both of you to kind of lay aside your own perspectives and follow this model Mm -hmm. 
that does so much for marriages. I mean, I, I know it's benefited us. I believe it does a lot for other marriages who do have a Christ-centered marriage, you know? I um, totally agree, and I like what you said um, about, you know, Christ being the creator, yeah. the originator of marriage itself. And I think um, definitely besides what I mentioned earlier about, you know, just being able to learn yeah. um, from other people and, you know, other people being able to, you know, learn from our experience in our marriage. I think um, one of the greatest benefits is the stability oh, yeah, um, of having a Christ-centered marriage. Like you said, Christ is the originator. He's the foundation, so to speak, um, of the marriage. And so he brings that stability to a marriage when it seems like things are just swaying to the left, yeah. swaying to the right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you can go to God and he's kind of that stabilizer to yeah. kind of bring things back on track. Yeah. Um, for us, I know when I look at a lot of the past relationships that I've had outside, even before we got married, um, when I, you know, was not saved, there definitely was something missing. Yeah. You know, even before I came to know Christ as I know him now, there was always something missing. Yeah. You know, when, when Christ um, is not, you know, the center of their relationship, especially between a man and a woman when you're not on the same page spiritually it's, it's very difficult yeah, it and it's always going to be unstable and so when i look at those past relationships now um i can definitely see what was missing so i, I think definitely having christ at the center of a marriage gives that marriage the balance yeah. that it needs it gives it the breath you know um that oh, need. Gonna... you know it, it just it really 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 helps that relationship to to stay together that marriage to stay together and, so uh, that's that's definitely one of the greatest benefits that i've seen you know another thought that i have too is that you know a marriage where jesus is the center it reflects his character you know we know jesus to be one that was selfless he was constantly sacrificing for the benefit of others and he was constantly giving of himself he was constantly seeking justice seeking basically for us to love each other as you know we would love ourselves you know he would constantly say this so a marriage that reflects his character is one where the husband and the wife they're both seeking to sacrifice to give of themselves gotcha. to love each other as they would want to be loved and it not only benefits them but as we see with the life of Jesus it benefits everyone around them okay. so a marriage Ideally, I believe it shouldn't just be, it should be between the two of you, but it shouldn't just be for the two of you, if that makes sense. Makes sense. So I, I think it's clear from what we've both been saying, babe, that Christ-centered marriage is, is definitely one that is beneficial indeed for us too, but who else does it benefit in your opinion? Well, you know, we have two beautiful children, two wonderful daughters, yeah. and I think that they can see the benefit of a Christ-centered marriage. Um, from their mom and their dad, right, right. you know, they can see how a man is supposed to treat a woman. Yeah, that's key for um, dogs. How yeah. a woman, you know, is supposed to respond to a man. Not that we always get it right. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> they no. get to see the good and the bad, but they get to see more of the good. Right. Because we do um, have a Christ-centered marriage. Yeah. And so I think that they are greatly benefiting from that, you know, so... It's not just the two of us, yeah, yeah. you know, um, it, it, marriage involves, you know, so many different people. It involves our children and involves 
our extended family because yeah, those definitely. that are looking to get married are seeing you know how they're watching your marriage yeah and so you know i've heard people say oh well i see so and so going through this or so and so going through that and i don't ever want to get married right or, i see I can't stand you know <laughs> but it does happen it does you yeah. know because nobody's marriage is perfect we all have flaws but um again you know one of the benefits of having a christ-centered marriage is that there's more stability yeah so again you know extended family yeah um can benefit it affects them as well your community yeah you yeah. know um your neighbors right. are, are, you know are watching <laughs> even are, though we don't think that they're watching they're watching how um the husband responds to the wife and how the wife um you know treats the husband exactly. um vice versa yeah. so I, I think i think it really affects so many people yeah, it does. Um, around us, even on our jobs. Right. You know, um, think about, have you ever heard someone say, oh, you must really have a good husband. Yeah, or, I've heard that before. Oh, your husband must be terrible. Or, <laughs> oh, you must have a great wife. You know, they look at how you respond yeah. to them, yeah. you know, in certain situations. Or even and, how you talk about them, you know, yeah. your job. I know I've had a lot of coworkers, you know, ask me, well, why do you talk about your wife and your kids all the time? You know, what's, must be something good going on and, uh, I'll tell them about the fact that we're not perfect. You know, I'll tell them, you know, about some of our ups and downs, and they'll often tell me. I hear a lot of instances where I have some people that just kind of complain about, you know, well, so and so is doing this, he just don't listen, and she's just not that, and you know, and it's it's, it's a lot of different places you hear either negatives or positives, you know. But generally, you know, people that have Jesus at the center of their marriage. Like you said earlier, you're going to hear more positive than negative. It doesn't mean that there's no negative. And we don't want to paint that picture here. You know, we don't want we don't want to say, look, you having Jesus at the center of your marriage means that everything is going to be hunky-dory. Because it's not. It's not. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said that was some... <laughs> no, I'm just being honest. Some conviction. Yeah, well, okay. you're right, though. You're right, though. Yeah, but I, I think that really the point is um, that... Our marriage is a witness. Yeah. Our marriage yeah. is a testimony, whether it be good, whether it be bad, um, whether you have those times when things are going so well and you have those times where things are just going really bad right. or whatever. You just right. have a, a downward, you know, spiral or whatever. Yeah. So you just just remember that, you know, people are, are always watching. Always watching. Um, there's something that people, you know, can learn from you when Most you definitely. have a Christ-centered marriage or when Christ is a part of your marriage yeah. um, so i think it changes the driving force of your marriage too but like we kind of touched on in the beginning when we first get married we're thinking so much about us what can i get from it you know what can i take away from my wife and my husband how can they make me happy mm -hmm. you know it's 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 like it's self-fulfillment as opposed to self-sacrifice so whenever the driving force of your marriage is self-fulfillment if the two of you by yourselves can't make the other happy it does so much more damage than if you're seeking to give as opposed to get so i mean if, if feed doesn't make me happy that immediately puts me in the perspective of wanting to give up mm -hmm. yeah and i i mean think about the times where you felt like okay i just i want to give up i just yeah. want to walk away from this and i i can definitely say that um in the 10 years that we've been married i only felt this way one time <laughs> where i just was like okay you know what i'm just wanting to give up and yeah. walk away yeah but 
Christ reminded me yeah. that, you know, you can get through this. Mm -hmm. And had I not had the relationship that I had with God, I probably would have walked away. That's so real. I think that that's, that's a great benefit as well. Mm -hmm. um, it, he holds it together he for us. Together. He's the one that, that's keeping us together. And even those, in those times when we're apart, he's bringing us back together. Right. You know, so, yeah, yeah I, I just, I don't know, I, I guess... You really don't really think about it until you kind of sit back and look and say, wow, you know, this is something that I possibly could have walked away from. But, yeah, yeah. you know, I stayed. We worked it out mm -hmm. because it wasn't just about the two of us. Exactly. Because if it's just me and it's just you and we're battling, right? Um, you know, there's always going to be a fight. Oh, yeah. But we got a good referee. Okay. Right. <laughs> I see what you did. So, yeah. That was good. Okay. <laughs> You're so silly. Yeah. Um, so, um, when you think about giving someone that advice of why Christ should be the center of their marriage, what is it that you would say to them? Um, well, to be concise, because I know you like being concise and being brief. Aside from all the stuff that we just mentioned, um, just just make sure that you understand that your marriage is supposed to benefit other people. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's just designed to benefit other people. When you come together, I mean, just, just naturally, organically, when a man and a woman come together, you know, children, <laughs> most of the time, result from that. I mean, it's, it's, it's just this natural, organic thing to where it's supposed to benefit other people. I mean, you, you look at how marriage is viewed, you know, in a lot of instances, and so often you know we see nowadays that it's, it's just about making the other person happy I'm a witness to the fact that I can't do everything I, I I'm not I'm not altogether proficient at making my wife happy I don't make her happy all the time no, you don't. <laughs> I come up short I, I really do and if I'm putting that pressure on myself to be the only source of happiness for her she, she's gonna be miserable I mean it's just the way it is and, and, and vice versa, vice versa yeah. you know it's if anything I would say Take the pressure off yourselves mm -hmm. by making Jesus the center of your marriage. You know, put the responsibility for the organization and the framework of your marriage on him. You know, don't don't be so caught up in just doing all you can and doing it in your own effort to make it work. I mean, if you don't have help, it, it's, it's not going to work. If you don't have other people that you know have a part in it and it's not to say that you don't need boundaries i mean mm -hmm. I, I don't want to jump to the other extreme yeah you know and say you know what well, everybody and their brother should have their nose in their in your marriage and everybody should have an opinion no we're not saying that because that can get ugly too you know you don't <laughs> you, i mean i'm just being real you you don't want your kids dictating you know your marriage you don't want extended family dictating your marriage you know we all have have heard stories about you know monster-in-laws <laughs> we've heard that before um, so it's not to say that you don't need boundaries. It's it's just Jesus being the center really gives you a proper understanding of how your marriage should flow from the two of you to the kids to your extended family to your community. It just lays out all of these these wonderful tidbits of how you ought to interact with every aspect of the people around you. You know, it's it works. It works. I mean, if I were to sum it up, I would say it, it works. We are a living witness, as she said earlier, that yes, it works. Definitely. Yeah. So this has really been great. Definitely yeah, a really good has. topic. Yep. Um, and we great. want to continue this, but we're gonna go ahead and close it right here. 
and we want to um, end this podcast with a prayer for marriages, asking God to be the center. So, Father God, we thank you for your grace and for your mercy, for your love, Lord God, for your power. God, we thank you for being the center of our marriage. God, we ask that you will just continue to draw us closer, oh God, to one another. We ask that you will continue to give us a pure heart, a pure love for one another. God, you have called marriage to be the example for the world. And God, we just thank you. We love you, Lord God. We appreciate you. We pray for marriages on tonight, God, that are going through struggles, trials, whatever the situation may be, God. We know you as a healer. We know you as a deliverer, oh God. And so we're praying for the marriages that may be struggling, whether it be financially, Lord God, whether it be infidelity, oh God, marriages that are desiring children, oh God, that may be experiencing issues, oh God. And God, we just thank you for your love and for your power, Lord God. And Lord, we ask too that you would help us to understand more and more every day that our marriage is meant to benefit other people. We pray that you would help us to see, and all of those that are listening, those that are married, those that are hoping to get married, that it be something that's driven by your example, as opposed to just what we want. Pray that you would give us the mindset, the mentality to be more giving than receiving. And everything that we do as it relates to marriage and we just pray that you would just continue to strengthen those marriages and just continue to bless as only you can and we thank you and we love you and we appreciate you in jesus name we pray amen amen and god i just have one more thing to add to this prayer request lord god bless my husband to be able to rub my feet once a night god and to oh my god rub my back god in the name <laughs> oh of just his heart god no matter how tired he may be mm, thank you jesus okay See, here's so. the self-sacrifice part that we just talked about y'all okay well wow. thanks again everyone for listening to marriage at galgotha where our focus is building on a christ-centered marriage you think you're real slick don't you yes hope to talk to you guys soon <laughs> we're, we're signing out. off y'all love you